Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. It is Sean here, your host. Um, I am really excited about this next episode. Um, I'm bringing on a returning guest. You guys have heard from her on this podcast already. I'm going to be interviewing, um, well, not really interviewing, but just having a conversation with my friend and colleague, Amy Colombo. She is a powerhouse coach. I've had a conversation with her previously on this podcast where she shared her post-abortion story. It was such a powerful episode. Um, so if you haven't checked that out yet, go and re-listen to her um, her interview and get to know her a little bit better. Um, today's interview is definitely going to be a little bit of a different vibe. It's going to be us basically geeking out over why we love coaching, why we think every human needs a coach. And we're just going to talk a little bit for those of you who are newer to coaching, um, just what it actually is and what it looks like and why uh, why we think this work is so valuable and so important. Um, so if you haven't explored coaching yet, if you haven't hired your own coach or experienced being coached, or even if you are a coach listening to this who is kind of newer in the field, um, this will be a great episode for you to listen to because we kind of spitball back and forth our favorite things about coaching and why we love it so much, why we have invested in our own coaching. Um, and it's just a really fun conversation that I really am excited about sharing with you guys. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi, friends. My name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board certified nurse coach and holistic healer, and I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Amy, I'm so excited to have you back on the Aligned and Well podcast um, for a second episode. Thanks for being here with me. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back, Shawnee. I love hanging out and having these conversations. Yes, yes. Yeah, different conversation this time. We're, we're coming at this podcast episode with a totally different energy than when people last heard you. So can you, before we dive in, for people who haven't listened to that episode, can you just give me just like a short, brief, like one to two sentence um, blurb about who you are and and what we're doing here today? <laughs> yeah. So my name's Amy Colombo. I'm a transformative life and confidence coach. I'm a registered nurse and I help people heal their painful past create confidence and clarity in their present and learn to live a future emotionally free. And Mm -hmm. we are here today just spitballing about what we love about coaching. So (laughs) this is going to be like a really fun conversation between you and I, and I can't wait to hear what lights you up. Um, 
And I actually reached out to you with this idea because I had just gotten out of a session and I was fired up and lit up and it just sort of came to me. And I was like, Shawnee, we need to do a podcast on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like even just like hearing the the description of what you do lights me up because like as as a fellow coach and as someone who also like is in the field of like helping people transform like that, that word alone even just lights me up. So I'm really excited to dive into this because really like if you're listening to this episode, what I hope that you get out of this is why you need a coach, <laughs> like why every human needs a coach, a life coach, a health coach, whatever it is you're struggling with. Like that, that's what coaches do. We help you get to where you want to go. So um, I'll kind of start off with, I think my, one of my favorite things about coaching and one of my favorite things about coaching is that like, I'm literally handing, it's like, as a coach, I feel like I'm literally handing out like people's dreams to them. And Mm -hmm. like, if I had someone believe in my dream in the way that we as coaches do for other people, like I would feel like everything is possible. And that's kind of what I've experienced having my own coach and being in the container with you, you know, we're in the same group coaching program. And um, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like we have such power in delivering people's dreams to them, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And one of my most powerful moments in the container where someone was coaching me was when when we were in school and my peer coach just asked me a question and she took a limit off me and gave me permission to dream bigger. She just asked a simple question like, you know, what if money wasn't a limit? And I literally started crying, Shawnee. Like it was Mm. such a vulnerable moment for me because my coach was stretching me right to a place where I wouldn't have even been able to go there on my own. Like money being a limit just was never something I could remove. Like I needed the coach to say that to me. Yeah. Um, And that still stands like in my heart as one of the most powerful moments I've ever had in a coaching container. Mm -hmm. And um, I recently had a moment like that with a client too, where, you know, she was ready to give up on her dream of, you know, finding love and, Mm -hmm. I was literally able to <laughs> to come in and stretch that for her. And she got very vulnerable and started crying. So it was like this amazing moment in the container for me with her because I knew exactly how she was feeling. And she said, yes, she said yes to another container with me. And <sighs> we are going to work on, you know, creating her to be the woman that calls in the love of her life. So, oh my God, I got goosebumps (laughs) goosebumps as I was hearing you say that. That's so freaking cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And just being able to like, say like, this is possible for you. Like, what are you talking about? Like literally giving, giving up on it and being like, no, I'm good. But it's like, do you really want to give up on that? Like, is that Mm -hmm. true? Mm -hmm. And yeah, only a coach, right? Only a coach will stretch you and make you dream bigger. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. It, yeah. It, it lights me up to, to even like think about that, thinking about like dealing out people's dreams and just handing them to them, knowing that, that we have the confidence in them that they can achieve them, but giving that confidence back to them too. Yeah. Mm, 
Yeah. Like that, you know, it's possible for them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, right. It could, it, you could believe it's impossible, but it's possible too. like the direct opposite of everything. Oh, is always like existing. It just matters. Like which side of the coin are you looking at? Right. They're always stretching them to look at that side from the highest self, the highest version, the, you know, the abundant mindset, like yeah. where anything is possible. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So what what would be your, what would you say your favorite uh, part about coaching is? Ooh, well, there's so many, <laughs> but Ooh, okay. I love the agreements in the beginning. Shawnee, I have literally, mm. like I have a process and I always go over agreements. It doesn't matter if I'm coaching you for the first time or the 80th time, I go over agreements. And I've literally had people cry when I say, you know, um, we are both here in service to your greatest good and healing. We are not here to please each other. So Mm -hmm. speak the truth, play full out. I've literally had people cry right there. Like, wow. And yeah. And I just want to say, when I've asked, like, what, what is that? What is that emotion coming up for you? They're just like, I just, I remember the one client told me, like, I just feel so seen. And like, it, it was <laughs> vulnerable for her, like, yeah. you know, to feel so, so like seen and granted the permission yeah. to not, you know, to play full out. Yeah. There's, and I love that you said that. I love that you brought up the agreements and, and specifically the one about playing full out and not being there to please each other. So, I I don't think that there's a space for people to do that in like normal life. Like I don't think that people feel like they have that space to come from a place of truth because of like all of these different rules that society has put on us. And maybe like even just the way that all of us grew up, like there's always something that kind of holds us back from really speaking our truth and really being like authentic because we're trying to mold ourselves to like our external environment but that's like the well, one of the coolest things i think that you brought up about coaching is that we can be completely 100% ourselves in the container and if we can be 100% ourselves in the container it starts to create that like that thought that permission for us to be ourselves outside of the container as well yeah, we mm. role model that for them. We give them that opportunity to practice it right there with us for that hour. And then they can start little by little implementing that in their lives. And it's life-changing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, so good. I'd love to know for you, like, why why did you become a coach? It's mm. a big question. <laughs> Yeah. So one thing that I love about coaching is that I get to make a living out of just being my most authentic self in Mm. combination with turning my pain into purpose Mm. um, and literally making a living out of my love of personal development. Mm -hmm. I became a coach because I realized that it was possible for me to do something that I loved and that I was passionate about. And when I realized what I love and I'm passionate about is personal development. I've always been since my early Mm twenties, but again, I never stretched myself to believe that like I could make a living out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So yeah, becoming a coach for me, Shawnee, really feels like like my God-given destiny mm. in conjunction with like my purpose and like literally why I was born. So I mean that's pretty deep. <laughs> but like if you ask me, like, why were you born? It would be like to coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I totally totally relate to that as well because it sounds really like you're right. It is really deep and that is a kind of a big statement to say like this is my purpose. This is why I was born, but like I really feel that too. I feel like, you know, every struggle that I have had in my own life, every everything that I've personally gone through, every obstacle that I've overcome has built up to this point right here where like I can truly help people the way that I've always known that I could, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The freedom in that too, the freedom that we have in being our most authentic selves in the container, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of segue here into another thing that I love about coaching, if that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, go right? ahead. All right. So um, with great power comes great responsibility, right? That's yeah. a quote that like a Spider-Man movie, but I love that quote. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. And something that I love like about coaching is that I get to be like, I get to be this trusted mentor, leader, um, loving presence for this other human being. Mm-hmm. Um where like they can be whoever they are in their normal life, whether it's like shy and conservative or whether it's nice and people pleasy, or even whether it's like strong and authoritarian. But when they get in the container with me, the trust is so strong there that I get to see their most vulnerable parts mm. and it makes them so much more beautiful to me. Um, and they don't even like, know that they're they're most beautiful when they're being who they truly are but I feel like one of the things I love is that I get to be right I get to be that trusted person that they trust with their most vulnerable self yeah yeah I really love that you brought up the fact that vulnerability is not a weakness in the container because I feel like so many people have that perception that that being vulnerable and being who you truly are inside is a weakness and it it really took like being in a container myself and going through our coaching program that helped me realize that vulnerability is actually like everyone's biggest strength honestly like it 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 can be our superpower if we allow it to be um so yeah i love that you touched on that the vulnerability p- piece yeah, it's it's so true. And, you know, that's what Brene Brown's work is on is like mm. the power of vulnerability. And it just it really is what I'm experiencing and living in the yeah. container. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Mm. What's been your favorite experience on the receiving end of coaching? Like, I know you talked a little bit earlier about an experience that you had, but have you ever had like this big, huge shift kind of moment in a coaching container where it like changed the trajectory of your life? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh my gosh. There have been like several. um, But again, that the truth. So when I first got into coaching, 
I literally, again, I was a nurse in a hospital and decided to go to school to be a coach. And my plan was to, my big dream was to bring coaching, to bring energy medicine into the hospital, which is, by the way, a huge, huge dream and a stretch. Um, But when that coach stretched me, you know, if there were really no limits, it was like, oh no, I want to really, I want to really do this my way, like as an entrepreneur. I mean, entrepreneur was like a dirty word to me. Like I was like, Mm. never would I ever want my own business and want to deal with that. Like, I just want to go to work and do what I love at work. Right. But when she just, again, what if money wasn't a limit? It was like, oh, I really actually want to be an entrepreneur. That was like, a like, that was like, could have only happened in that moment with that coach being stretched in that way. It was not even like on my radar that that was a dream, but like a coach has this amazing way of like, I don't know, digging up the deep stuff that you don't even know exists. Right. Yeah. Speaking to your soul's calling. Yeah. I love that. I love the, the, (laughs) <laughs> the the fact that this big dream that felt so impossible to you at the time, like that belief of it's not possible for me to do that can literally change with one question, which is crazy <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, because yeah, I kind of I kind of felt like you did like I had this, you know, let's I'm going to take the example of like, whenever I had set the goal to leave my job. I felt that it was so far away whenever I had set that goal. And I honestly spoke it out into the universe, really disbelieving that I could actually do that. And mm-hmm. as soon as I felt that permission with our coach and in, in the container to let go of expectations and know that that's going to be the end goal, but there's not going to be a time limit on it energetically something shifted within me and I was like, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to figure it out. And I don't know how, and even though it's really, really scary and it seems impossible, like I've already seen someone believe that I can do it. So there's no, it's, it's less of a stretch for me to believe that myself, you know? Mm, I love that Shawnee, because that's really when we're borrowing the faith and the belief of our coach. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And We trust them so inherently. And that's why I say with great power comes great responsibility. You know, I do not take it lightly that someone's coming in and they are trusting me like with their whole, you know, heart and soul, because that's how I go into a container. And yeah, that's why I get, I get so much out of it. I get so much out of a container because I go in already trusting that coach is like absolutely looking out for my highest and best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I love hearing that and, you know, being your peer, I got to see you do that and I got to see that shift. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So would you say, is that one of your standout moments in a container? Do you have any other standout moments in a container that, that are coming up? Yeah, that was one of my standout moments, but I had another standout moment in a container with my coach. And basically, like, all up to this point, I had this, like, aversion to being a leader for some reason. Like, I just had this, this, um, 
this belief that like, I don't, I don't need to be a leader. I, I'm not cut out for it. I'm, I'm a follower. I'm a people pleaser. I like to just do what other people want me to do. And I thought that that was just like who I was. Right. And then I kept getting these nudges from the universe, like, you know, being asked for pers- specific opportunities or, um, you know, people asking me for help and people like, pushing me in that direction of being a leader, even though I was so averse to it at the very beginning. And then I finally had this shift within a a one-on-one session with my coach who was like, from, from now on, like, this is who you are. You are a leader, like, like from now on. And I know that that's like, (laughs) you know, that's kind of just, a, it's a very simple statement. And it there wasn't really any big, huge aha, other than this feeling of like, now I've heard someone say that to me, you know, like, I've never actually like, I've been thrust into these leadership roles, but nobody's ever actually said to me, you are a leader. And hearing it, I started to really like everything kind of came together. I started to really piece together all of these different opportunities and all of these little things that have kind of been pushing me towards that like embodiment of leadership. And then hearing it said back to me, like reflecting all of my accomplishments back to me within that one sentence was just this like mind blowing, like, oh shit. Yeah, I am a leader. And this is like what, this is what that feels like. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. So awesome. I, I love hearing that. That's just, yeah. Only in a coaching container. It it just reminds me like sometimes you literally, we are literally like speaking into, mm-hmm. right? Like we're literally speaking into our clients or like for you as the client, like someone literally spoke those words right into you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it's amazing. It's amazing how a shift can happen. A shift can happen in, in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot of different things that I love about being a coach, but it's even so much more powerful to be on the receiving end of it because I don't have to like, you know, energetically, it's just, it's different because whenever I'm showing up into a container as the coach, I'm very tuned into my client. I'm very tuned into the person in front of me. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to pick up on everything and anything that I can to help them be this like elevated version of themselves. While on the other side, whenever I am in the receiving end, I'm just, I'm just showing up being me, you know, like I I don't have to think about anything. I can just blurt out what comes up for me intuitively whenever I get asked a question. And it's, it's really, it's really beautiful to see like, honestly, sometimes what comes out of my mouth whenever I'm receiving coaching, because sometimes it's just stuff that I don't even, I didn't even realize was down there until, yeah, until I was asked the question. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think what we all need in the container is a little different. Like for me, I know when I go into a container and I'm being coached, I open up, mm-hmm. like I open up almost where like, I feel vulnerable the minute I step in and it's like, I let the coaches because the coach basically is letting me unpack things. But when the coach speaks, it could be something so small or so whatever, but it's, it's really like, I'm in, I'm in a place to receive it. Yeah. Like I literally give myself permission to receive it. And that when you go in, you're just kind of like, 
like saying whatever's on your heart. And sometimes you don't even know what it is. I love it when my clients like, and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm all over the place today. Like, I don't even know if that made sense. And then I'm like, no, you made perfect sense. And then I will come back and I will paraphrase what they said. And they're literally like, oh, wow. Like they're almost (laughs) flabbergasted at the level that we're listening to them. Yeah, But it's like, they always think they're all over the place. And for me, when I'm in that intuitive listening mode, like I'm putting it all together for them and just handing them back what they told me, but maybe paraphrased or like putting those puzzle pieces together. And it's like just what they need in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I really, I really love that you brought that up because, you know, speaking from my own experience, whenever I am being coached, I also feel that way. I feel like I'm just blurting out things and sometimes it's not making sense, but that that's just kind of like what's coming up for me and what's on my heart. And it's really powerful and super helpful to have someone, um, hear what you're saying, even if the words aren't really making sense to you, even if like things are kind of out of order, and you're just following different thoughts. um, The the power of a coach having that ability to listen to you really deeply, and succinctly say what you were trying to say and what you were trying to get across. It's it's really helpful for like my own processing, you know. So yeah, I like that you bring that you brought that up. Yeah, it definitely does help with the processing when I'm being coached or when I'm coaching. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, so I want to just ask you a question. Yeah, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) So have you ever, and this is, this is Laura, right? This is our coach's question, but this is just really big for me. Have you ever fallen in love with a client? Ooh, like like felt so connected with them and like want to coach them forever. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Like oxytocin, like (laughs) overload, like can't get them out of your mind. Yes. Yes. A (laughs) hundred percent I have. And as soon as you asked that question, one person popped into my head and like, (laughs) she's probably going to listen to this episode. So um, I, so I worked with her for three months And then at the end of the three months, I mean, she had all of these different insights. Like she came into the container wanting nothing tangible. Like it was just basically like, I want to, I want to be my authentic self. I want to like find my voice and just be who I am because it's so, it feels so limiting. And so like, you know, entrapping basically to be living the way that I've been living And at the end of the three months, like she had all these really good insights and I offered to work with her for another six months and she did. And so now I literally, I just received a message from her earlier talking about how much of a a change she is feeling within herself. She just went on this like retreat and it changed her life. And she started seeing all these different changes in who she is and, and how she even like interacts with people and reading it. I was like, in tears reading this message because I have never Mm. ever coached someone who had this big of a transformation before. And it it's like, it flabbergasted me a little bit because I'm like, I really can't believe that like, I I'm a part of this. Like I'm a part of this human embracing who she is and finally feeling like she doesn't have to be afraid of who she actually is like that. 
Yeah. So I, she's, if I could clone every single one of my clients to be her, I would. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like that was a mic drop right there. Like I could see you, I could see you welling up with tears as you're bringing it up. And it's like, yeah, I just feel the, the power in that. There is nothing more beautiful than that. And I want to say I have, I, I feel so connected to my clients. I also feel highly connected to my coach after I get out of a session, mm-hmm. but I had one opportunity to meet a client in person that lived out of state mm. and, you know, we set it up where I would do her session in person mm-hmm. and we had met each other on zoom and she's probably going to be listening to this too. Mm-hmm. And like our connection was just so strong. And, you know, I set up something special for us. We did this beautiful, like um, two person, like heart meditation mm-hmm. where like we had our hands on each other's hearts and we were like at the beach doing that. Oh my gosh. I, uh, that was like weeks ago. And I, I gotta say, like, I missed her like after that, like I couldn't get her out of my, like yeah. my heart and like, um, yeah, like feeling that oxytocin, like that connection. Mm-hmm. And she felt it too. Um, but I really do feel because I'm holding that like unconditional, loving, non-judgmental like space for them. Mm-hmm. It really does give permission for that. It, it's real, you know, for connection, right? Mm-hmm. Like human connection. We're literally connecting in the container at a level that mm-hmm. feels so loving. So, you know, when I say fall in love, it's not like in a romantic sense. It's just like, I could truly say, like, I I love my clients. Like, I think of them when I wake up, I pray for them. Like, I pray for my family and like, I, you know, um, I want the best for them and they give me updates and I'm like cheerleading them on. And, you know, I love it when they, they like text me things like that they're proud of. And like, I'm the only one they can do that with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like that makes mom. that like put, puts like a, such a huge smile on my face too. like just getting those messages from the people that we help and just knowing, uh, knowing the magnitude of the work that we're doing sometimes is a little overwhelming, honestly, <laughs> you know, Yeah, but it is really cool to feel that that connection. And it honestly, like now that you say that it really has shifted for me what like what love even is. I know that's like really big, (laughs) but I love that Shawnee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I love that because we're experiencing it at that level. And when I, there was, there was a point in my life where I didn't really know like, well, what is love? Like what? And Mm -hmm. someone, or I read it somewhere said, think of how you feel when you hold your child. Now I know you Mm -hmm. don't have children, you have pets. Yeah. Um, But I actually did it. Like the the next time I held my son, I was like, I felt that warm, just amazing, like safe, like, oh, everything's good in the world feeling. Mm. So now, um, now I really know that I know what love is. And like, I tell my son all the time when I hold him, I love your love. I love your love. And then he says it back to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. But I know that warm, huggy feeling that I feel with him. And yeah. I feel that in the container with my clients, mm-hmm. you know, through Zoom, which is yeah, insane, right? Right. It is crazy how you can how deeply you can connect with someone that you're not physically in front of. And um 
Yeah, that's that's one thing that you brought up a question that I wanted to ask you was um how how do you feel like coaching, like being coached and being a coach, how do you feel like it's affected your relationships outside of of business? Ooh, that is such a good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the people closest to me, my children, um, my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. my mother, um, you know, all the people really close to me, it has enhanced, right? Mm-hmm. It has enhanced because I'm like this changed human. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm vibrating and connecting at a different level, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, at the same time, Shawnee, um, there were a couple of friendships that I had um, that we have disconnected from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came from me discovering who my authentic self was and the type of friendships that I wanted and taking mm. a good look at those friendships and realizing um, I'm not being true in this relationship, right? Mm, I'm not expressing myself. There's a lot of silence and a lot of silent agreements. And I think as women, we can kind of, you know, understand that. Like as women, sometimes we have that with other women where it's just strange energy. Um, So I decided to like speak up in those friendships and made an attempt to create something new. Mm -hmm. But I will say it was like a far, like I was like, just, they were like, who are you? Like, they didn't know who <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah. And that can happen too. So when you're, you're on this journey of becoming your most authentic self, yeah, will like, people will either rise up with you and meet you where you're at, mm-hmm. or people will decide that they don't, you know, you're not their person anymore. And, yeah. and, or you're now deciding, well, you're not my person anymore. And Mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm always telling my clients like, like that, that can happen, but who you're in alignment with is going to stand up and out and who you're not in alignment with is going to fall out the wayside or, or it changes. Like maybe now they're an acquaintance, you know, they're not a friend anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really changed the game in my relationships. Um, yeah, in both directions. Yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you the same question. How has it affected your relationships? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I love everything you said there because, um, yeah, I've definitely experienced something similar where it like the people who are really, really close to me, it has it has enhanced my relationship with them. I feel so much closer to my husband. I feel so much closer to my parents, my brother, like all of my, my people, my best friends. Um, and it, it, it shifted the way that I communicated with them because I don't know. I always thought that I was the person that like, you know, everybody would go to for advice and I would listen, but I like really know how to listen now, you know, and I can pick up on things that, um, that I don't think I could pick up on before, even with the people closest to me, even, even with the people that are in my circle that I talk to all the time. And it's just like, I don't know, unlocked this new level of knowing and connection and love between me and the people that I care about. So that's one way that it's shifted my relationships. And I also find too, that it's shifted 
in the relationships that, um, that are outside of that circle. And it's helped me kind of like disconnect from people that I don't really align with as well. And I want to bring up like a point that, that you made me think of as you were telling that story is there with this whole journey of like growth and personal development that you embark on whenever you are a coach or you are being coached, there's this level of grief for who you were that people go through. And I know this because like, I I feel like I've just been going through this, this entire year of like this grief about who I was. And, um, you know, there's that, that identity of being the nice person, the nice, like people pleasy person that I had to really like let go of and have compassion for. Um, Because now I'm not so much like that. Like there's still parts of me that are, but I'm like slowly letting go of this version of me that like I didn't want to be, but felt like I was kind of trapped in. And now that I've entered into the coaching world. So many things have just like come to light about who I would like to be. And there's like, there's a little bit of grief that comes with like that letting go of the person that you were, you know? So I'm wondering what comes up for you as I talk about that. Ooh, yeah. Grief is big. Um, As you know, I love inner child work and coaching the inner child. And Mm -hmm. it just made me think of, the grieving process I went through when my identity shifted dramatically Mm -hmm. when I came into the understanding that, you know, I am a child abuse survivor. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was a grief process there. And in addition, still grieving the loss of these friendships or attachments or, you know, whatever it is, it, it's it still comes up for me in these friendships that um I'm no longer attached to. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just grow in it every day. But that grief is really real. And mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up because we need to just honor that. And what I want to say is it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us when we're grieving. It's like if you can just understand, like, hey, like I was this person for you know, 30 years and mm-hmm. now I'm changed and like, I'm grieving a little bit, but Hey, like maybe the people closest to me are too. Mm-hmm. And, and you know mm-hmm. what? And that's, that's really the key is understanding when people are not accepting of you for these positive changes that you're making, really getting in their heart and minds and realizing that it's really their, their stuff for whatever reason, but like you're changed and they liked you the way you were before mm-hmm. for very reason. So yeah, they're, they're grieving a loss. They're grieving a loss of a daughter, a friend, a wife, like whatever it is. Um, if it doesn't go in the opposite direction, which is like, they're just ecstatically happy because they're feeling (laughs) at a higher vibration and more loving and more truthful and all of that. Um, so yeah, there's, there's again, right. There's, there's both sides of that coin at all times, like, and both truths can exist Yeah, and, and it's okay. Like, you know, yeah, I love that. I love that you mentioned that both things can be true because they can, like you can be grieving the person you were and and other people around you can be grieving the person you were, but then there's also this level of like, of excitement and happiness and celebration for this, this new person that you are, because, you know, while the people around you may be 
a little weirded out by this change, sometimes it can actually challenge them to elevate themselves as well, you know? Absolutely. That nothing could be more true. And I want to say my clients come to me for themselves, Mm -hmm. but I have seen them shift. Their marriages have shifted tremendously. Mm, And that comes from, you know, if you're in a marriage and you are now this person, the other person is challenged to rise right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And meet you at that different level. Also, you're breaking those relationship patterns. You're not, maybe you're not doing that same argument dance that you do all the time. Yeah. Um, So it kind of forces their hands a little to make a different choice and change. And I'm definitely seeing that in the people that I'm coaching. And yeah, um, yeah, and it's beautiful Mm -hmm. because they'll come in thinking that their husband is maybe the problem Mm-hmm. And then they'll realize at the end, like, wow, no, their husband's really committed and de- and devoted and making these changes with them. And, and it's, it's really beautiful, wow. you know? Yeah. That is so cool. It, it, that That's another thing I love about coaching is whenever we are helping our clients with themselves, right? It's so fulfilling to see the ripple effects of that. It's so fulfilling to get like messages from my clients and have them share the different ways that other people are positively affected by their change. And it's, it's, it's so wild. It's really cool to see. That is so awesome that you said that because no matter what, no matter how self-actualized we are, like getting validation from others is always like just Mm -hmm. the best thing ever. So when people are responding to you differently, it just confirms that what you're doing is, is the right thing, you know, because when, you know, you are different, when you are being different in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, the world changes with you in a sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So So good. Mm, I love this. <laughs> I know. Anything else that's coming up for you as far as just like what you love about coaching, coaching or being coached, like any anything else coming up for you? Mm-hmm. So the one thing that comes up for me is I kind of love it when a client will be telling me something and I will playful out and seek permission to challenge them mm-hmm. and and it almost like they just pause because it's just like like what I said like the frame that I'm coming from whatever it was just sort of it was that thing that they never thought of before or like never came to them you know like mm-hmm. kind of what we were talking about in the beginning and it just sort of like they'll do this little like hmm yeah. Like, I don't know. I never thought of that. And then like slowly and I'll almost start talking. But if I just stay silent and just be quiet, they'll start to like unpack it little by little. And then like the wheels are turning in their head. And then yeah. and then usually those are the things that I'll get get like an update with over the week, like more unfolds during the week for them or the weeks to come. Yeah. And, you know, that really does excite me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The the fact that one statement or one reframe or one question that you ask can have this like cascading effect on actively changing the way that they view the world. Like that is big. 
I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the most powerful things that you can say to somebody is that is not a fact. That is a thought in your mind. Like that kind of has been, it's funny, like as a coach, I think we go through like, does this happen to you? You sort of go through stages and phases and um, Mm -hmm. it's just always changing. But lately that seems to be the thing that's coming up for me most with my clients is that is not a fact. And like, sometimes they'll just sort of be quiet because it's such a fact in their mind. And when you're that's not a fact. That's just the way you're framing. That's what you're choosing to believe about that thing. But what if, like, what if you believed this? So I love coaching because not the circumstance that needs to change. We need only to change our thoughts about the circumstance. And that's really life changing. And I love seeing clients get deeper into that thought work as we work together longer and longer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's cool is people don't usually realize that they're able to do that to like change your thought (laughs) Um, because nobody like uh, before I entered into coaching, I had no space for that. Like I, I just didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't know that I could actually choose a different thought about a circumstance that was happening in my life. And as soon as I like kind of discovered that that is a tool that I can add to my tool belt as far as my own personal growth and development. Oh my God. Like it was like one thing after the other, I was like shifting the way that I thought about things and it really does change. I mean, that's like, that's you actively changing as a person, you know? Yeah. I mean, that is big. I Mm -hmm. feel the same way. Like I was like, Oh, this thing in my head, that's just running a million miles a minute at all times. Like, again, it's like slowing it down, right? You got to slow it down. (laughs) Yeah. Mindful. And that's another thing I love is really, um, really bringing mindfulness into people's lives. You know, don't need to be sitting on a yoga mat for 45 minutes in silence. Mindfulness is Mm -hmm. could be just this minute right now with you just being all in on this conversation, being mindful. Mm -hmm. Mindful is, you know, waiting in line and choosing to, instead of like being annoyed or whatever, just choosing to be with yourself in the line. Have you ever practiced that? Like just practicing mindfulness while you're waiting in line. That's like a thing. I have like waiting in like in my car and like a drive-through line. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, that's something that I've done for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And just like being mindful while you're in the line and it's like, you're just sitting in your car looking at the other cars. Yeah. But I'm here, right? Where normally you just be like, I don't know, in your mind, right? Like somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, so much good stuff here. I think that mindfulness is definitely, yeah, is definitely something that I, I bring into my coaching sessions a lot too, because whenever we are coming from that mindful space, whenever we're coming from a place of like, there's only this present moment, right? Like the future has not happened and the past has already happened. So there's nothing to be done to change either. It's this present moment that we have right now that that matters the most. And a lot of times, especially, you know, like I'm someone with anxiety. And so like, I, I can easily get caught up in one or the other future or past and being coached myself has really helped with, with that, with being able to just be present in like one specific moment and not entertain all of these like worrisome thoughts about past or future, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. 
So I want to ask you, as the plane flies above my head, (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else that you want to speak to that you really love about the container that we didn't cover? Hmm. Not really. I think we hit on a lot of really big things. Um, Just because, you know, the biggest thing for me with coaching is the thing about the dreams, like the dream holding. And um, I think you had mentioned this a couple of times, but just exploring what is possible, because I think so many, so many of us feel like we, um, like our dreams have to die just because of the way that society is set up and the, the things that we've been told are practical or the way that we're supposed to live our lives, you know? Um, and the fact that coaching gives both the coach and the client, like an opportunity to explore what is possible. It's, it's so spacious. Like I just feel this like expansiveness whenever I think about that. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I want to say, I always feel like this. Yeah. Like just, going in there and being open to whatever's going to unfold, leaning into my intuition. Um, and, you know, always, always just inviting, inviting God, inviting source energy to work through the both of us. Right. Mm -hmm. And always stating that agreement, like, um, or that intention that, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever's in service to your greatest good and healing come through today. And Mm -hmm. it's, pretty much always comes through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So good. <laughs> well, I feel like we could probably talk awesome. about this for hours, um, but I'm not going to put people through that. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so for, for those out there who have never been coached before, um, what would you say are your three tips if they are like new to coaching like what what are your three biggest like pieces of wisdom to drop for for someone who's new to coaching mm. so if you are new to coaching and you have just decided to invest in yourself mm-hmm. i would say um go in and be open and trusting and vulnerable. I would mm-hmm. say that would be the first thing. Um, because this is 100% for you, mm-hmm. not for anybody else. Um, this is your time and space and you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So mm-hmm. be open, be exploratory, be as non-judgmental, um, as you can. That would be the first thing. And then I would say, um, really, really commit to yourself, really commit to yourself and do the work outside of the container, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. you know, um, if you need to journal or whatever the homework is or the self-work is that week, really do it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's it's for you and it's for your benefit and you're going to get the max benefit out of it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I would say playful out. Mm-hmm. So like your coach does not 
want you to put on airs and your coach does not, you do not need to impress your coach. Yeah. Be who you truly are. Because if you're struggling with the homework or you're struggling with what, what you guys are deciding in one session, that's exactly where you need to go in the next session. Mm-hmm. And you need to explore what that block is and what that struggle is. So, yeah. so yeah, that would be my advice and just be, just be open to the possibility of it literally changing your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I loved all of those things that you said. And, you know, I I even think about like some, some of my clients who come to sessions with like this really low energy and they, they're apologetic about it. And I'm like, no, like this is good. Like you're here to be who you are. Like, I don't need you to come to these sessions with high energy and like, let's go, let's, let's like, you know, create some goals. And, and that's not, that's not always the energy that's, part of being human. And I think that's really cool. Like what everything, all of the tips that you shared just now were basically, were really compassionate to the human experience, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, and then final question, Amy, this is the aligned and well podcast. And I don't think I asked this, um, in our last interview because we were kind of talking about something totally different and very, you know, deep and vulnerable, but, since this is the Aligned and Well podcast, I'd love to know what being aligned and well means for you. Mm. Being aligned and well for me means being integrated on all the truths that we... Okay. So being aligned and well <laughs> means the truths that I believe, like how God sees me, Mm -hmm. how God forgives me, how God has this like unending well of love for me. I actually live that true to myself. Mm -hmm. So like being aligned and well means that I'm in integrity. I'm in integrity. And if I believe, right, in this higher power, I believe in God, and I believe in, you know, abundant love and grace and forgiveness, that I am truly being that to myself. Mm. And from that space of self-love and self-forgiveness, I literally am like aligned and well with everyone around me. So Mm. yeah, yeah, that's where it like starts with God and me and then everybody else. Yes. Oh my God. That's like probably one of my favorite answers to that question that I've gotten. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I totally feel that. Um, Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for coming on here with me today and geeking out over... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> over why we love coaching because it really is just such a a transformational space for people both as the coach and as the person being coached so whoever's listening to this if you're a coach if you're not a coach I really hope you got a lot of value out of me and Amy spitballing all of these different things that we love about coaching I'm just so curious. I'm going to throw this back at you. Yeah. What's your answer to your own question? Like, what does it mean for you to be aligned and well? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) No one's ever done that. No one's ever asked me my own closing question before. Um, So for me, being aligned and well means, um, means 
giving from a place of abundance. So like within myself, if I am abundant within myself, if I'm practicing self-care, if I am um, really present in all my relationships, if I am honing in on what my body, my soul, my spirit, my mind needs, every that that spills into every other area of my life. Like I don't have to give, it just has, it, it overflows basically. So that's what being aligned and well means to me. Oh, I love that. The overflowing like <laughs> metaphor. It's so good. It yeah. is so good. I, I tell it to all of my clients. <laughs> That's so beautiful. I love that. They must yeah. love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Amy. Well, thank you so much for being here. I hope everyone got a lot out of this episode. Me too. Thanks for having me, Shawnee. All right. That was a really fun conversation with Amy there. Um, I just want to really honor and appreciate her for coming on here and for doing an episode that's just set up a little bit differently. Typically, it's just me solo here on on these episodes or me actually like interviewing other people, asking them more about themselves. And it was kind of fun to kind of um, spitball back and forth and have her ask me some questions. So that was really, really cool. Um, I just want to thank all of you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to connect with Amy, I've got all of her info in the show notes so you can see what she's up to, follow her on social media. For any nurse coaches listening to this, I would love to invite you into my Nurse Coach Tech Mastery membership. We are um, a little less than two months away from the next um, enrollment period, the next launch, which will be on January 9th. And I'm super, super excited. This membership is packed with video tutorials, worksheets, templates, Q&A calls, so, so much more helping you navigate the world of tech in your nurse coaching practice. So if you're a nurse coach who needs help with all of these things, um, I'd love to have you in that membership space. So I'm going to link the info for that in the show notes. Doors to the membership will be open from um, January 9th. And I am thinking about not closing the doors at all. So I am super, super excited. Um, you'll find more info for that in the show notes. Also, if you are listening to this podcast on Apple or a platform where you can leave a review, a rating, I'd greatly appreciate it if you did so. I love your feedback. I love hearing how these episodes resonate with you guys. And, um, and also don't be afraid to take a screenshot of the episode and tag me on social media and share it. I love to see who's listening and, um, and it would really help me out. So thanks so much, guys. And as always, I'm here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. Just remember, when all is aligned, all is well. Bye, guys. Bye.